Episode, what episode is this? 234. Oh, shit. I, I don't know what it is. I keep getting the numbers uh, scrambled up in my mind. Episode 234, Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. Yeah, we about to about to get in and fuck shit up. What's going on, Josh? Um, ain't shit, bro. Ain't shit. Um, I wanted to, to run this past you the other day. Uh, I, I saw this happen the other day, and I was like, this is fucking hilarious. Um, I went back to, uh, I was like walking back toward the house and my mom's room's in the back. And as I'm walking back there, I hear Cypress Hill and I'm okay. like, what the fuck is going on? I go in the room and my mom is like legitimately watching insane in the membrane, like the video. And I'm like, <laughs> like what? I'm like, why are you? And I was like, bum, this is Cypress Hill. Like, why are you watching yeah. this? Like, yeah, I know. I like this song. <laughs> Your mom is mad cool, yo. I was just I was saying that the list, not just saying it, but uh, maybe like a couple weeks ago. Your mom is mad cool. Like, she's, yeah, she's awesome. I love my mom. She's not no a doubt. fucking square mom. Not at all. Nah. Nah. I was just like, Cypress Hill? <laughs> but like, I, it was one of those like 90s rap songs that like crossed over mm-hmm. you know what I mean like you know it was like jump around or some shit like like it was one of those songs that like crossed over right right like that and I'm just like does she know they have a song called Just Kill a Man? Like, yeah. I wonder if she like I wonder if my mom has done a deep dive on Cypress Hill's catalog <laughs> insane in the membrane <laughs> just toss that ham in the frying pan <laughs> Want to come and snatch my crops? So I'm like, do you know what crops he's talking about, Bob? Right, right. <laughs> Yo, I love it. No, he's just you know he, he's going insane. You know what he's saying? just a farmer. Having, like he's just like a farmer. Crazy day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were certain yeah. uh, songs. I don't know how much uh, young people really uh, grasp this or how or grasp you know how divided you know hip hop was from like the mm-hmm. rest of like pop culture and shit and there were certain songs I'm talking like the 80s early 90s and shit there were certain songs that crossed yeah. over quote unquote like nothing really crosses over now it's all blended nah, together it, it's all it's all TikTok yeah, yeah, and shit. yeah yeah it's all together but back then there were certain songs like your mom knew about that mm-hmm. were like rap songs like MC Hammer and shit yeah, you know exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. my shit. mom knows you can't touch this. She probably knows like that Adams family jump that he right. did, like <laughs> that kind of shit. Uh, do you remember the shit? Uh, was it too legit to quit? I think it was too legit to quit. And James Brown is in the video. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James Brown is supposed to be like I don't know, like his mentor or some shit, but he's also hitting hammer in the chest with fireballs. Yes, yeah. And he orders him to go out and battle Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh, when we were little kids, niggas swore that Michael Jackson <laughs> and MC Hammer were going to meet up somewhere and battle <laughs> over that fucking shiny glove. Like, we thought this shit was... Yeah. Not that it was... I guess, yeah, you could say we thought that shit was real. Like, <laughs> you know, we're like nine or ten. And we thought, yeah. oh, you see, he said he was going to battle MJ. Like, that shit was, was so goofy in retrospect like looking back at it 
Yeah, I, I think a large part of it too is like videos were like accessible to like make like they just played videos all day. Yeah. Like now you have to like search a video out. If you want to see it, you kind of have to like know that's yeah. a video you want to see. It's not just running. You don't, yeah. 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 Like even uh, like we, you know, you come home and watch like Rap City. It's like, yeah, you didn't know what videos you were getting that day. Like you right. might have got some shit new that you never saw before. Um, now it's like, oh yeah, I don't see, like I don't see any like I, I who was I Oh, um, I mentioned like, I don't know, maybe this summer I was like, oh shit, like Quinta Brunchen's in the Thunderball, uh, Dragon Ball do-rag video. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, yeah, you didn't know that? And I was like, bro, I've never seen that video. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've only ever heard the song. Fucking Thundercat video. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I've, I've heard the song a million times. I love this song. I yeah. never watched the video. I just happened to see the video on Twitter. And it was yeah. like, oh shit, like it's a Dragon Ball do rag. Quit the is in this. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's- like, that's usually new videos. That's where I see like a snippet of it on Twitter. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Somebody will share it. But like, yeah, it's not like uh, back in the day, like uh, The Box and mm-hmm. Rap City, Yo MTV Raps and shit. Like, you, they was playing any kind of shit, MTV in yeah. general. Dog. It was some kind of it, like you would be watching your MTV raps and that shit would go off and then like some other shit would come on and you maybe you leave it on or whatever. Yeah. You'd be seeing all kind of crazy shit. You know what Fucking I'm saying? Fucking headbangers ball comes on yeah. or some shit like that. Prodigy yeah. on the fire starter. Yeah. You're like, Yo, what the fuck <laughs> is this shit? You know what I mean? You don't know you don't know what you gonna uh get. That that's one thing I was saying this uh the other day. I took this. This feels random, but follow me. Uh, I took Shazam off of my phone for years. Like when Shazam yeah, like, yeah. came out, I had it on my phone, but then I took it off for years because I miss the feeling of not knowing what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, or not knowing what I'm gonna be exposed to. Like that shit. Like you just would just like randomly get hit with songs. When we were yeah. kids, you know what I mean? If Like, you would walk in a room, and some shit would be playing on the radio. It would be the greatest shit you ever heard. And if you didn't hear the DJ do, like, the announcement, you asked out. You might not. Yeah, you just you ain't know what this all was. You feel me? You'd be like, yo, what's this, this new Daylight song? What the fuck And, like, that? it just goes to commercial, and yeah. you're like, I don't know what the name of the new Daylight song. Now I got to listen to the radio for the rest of the day. To try to catch it again. Like, there's yeah. songs... Real shit, there's songs that I heard as a kid, like 13, 14 years old, 15 on the radio that I I discover, you know, discovered as like an adult, like in my 30s mm-hmm. and 40s. And this whole time, I could say the fucking the song, like sing it and shit. The whole time, I never knew what the fuck it was. Certain shit, yeah. couldn't Google it, couldn't find like the lyrics or whatever. And just had to wait decades to find the shit. Yeah, I, I low key be missing that feeling of just not. Yeah, I it. do. I love the feeling of like just getting new music, like and like and new, not just like oh, new Nas album. I mean, like these Sacred Souls. When you talked yeah. about these Sacred Souls, and then I went and listened to them, and was like, I then found like there's a whole subgenre of music like that. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's just like oh for me like when I found Leon Bridges and was just like oh my god like 
I love getting something like something brand new I've never had is a good is like it's a dope feeling. That's why I don't get when people go like, "There's no new music out here." There's no new. It's like no, there's amazing it's new too music much. out. It's yeah, too much. really is, dude. Yeah. Like we have people send us stuff, and I'm like, "Yo, I fuck with this," and then like I just don't have time to like get to it. Like it's just there's so much shit, man. Like it, it it's. But I love it. I love the idea that like there's new shit out there to discover, and like I like going into a place and hearing something new and being like, "Oh man, what is this?" Yeah, yeah like this shit. is cool. I, I love dig that this. Shit. Yeah, I love that shit going to parties years mm-hmm. ago and like a motherfucker just spinning and playing shit you ain't never heard before. Best feeling. I I love that. Yeah, shit. I know music. Yeah. has resonance because of familiarity too. You know what I'm saying? Like I acknowledge and respect that shit. I love some shit I never heard before. Yeah. That's 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 my my shit right there. Yeah, I one of the things too that I I don't like that's a a a very common thing now. And I think we talked about this just before the idea of like, oh, I used to we used to run an album for like 2-3 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now everything's like, oh, you don't but like like I said, like that Leon Bridges record is over is from twenty twenty one, and like I and someone said to me like, "Oh, you didn't know the ball." I was like, "No, I didn't." Like I, but I love listening. Like, there's no set requisite to be like you. You should have knew about this, right? You know what I mean? Like, no, man, I just discovered it. It's great. Like I remember, like when we were kids, you trade, you know, you trade albums with each other and be like, "Yo, check this joint out." Like, you know what I mean? And find something new that you didn't have before. Yeah, so I was good for like. Yo, I I let you hold this, you let me hold that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Go home and like dub that shit. Like, yeah, that's the crazy part. When like I see, I see niggas on Twitter, every every album that came out. Yo, I remember Tuesday, August third, son. <laughs> I was right in the record store buying us. Y'all niggas wasn't buying them records every every no. week. <laughs> them shits was coming out. You was kids. Kids ain't had no yeah. money. You know what I'm saying? Like you you was not buying them records. I. You know, shit would come out. I would buy one. Maybe you would have just, something. Yes. Steve would have this. And, you know, we dub each other. Oh, I'll let you hold this. Dub you the teeth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You hold dub me that joint. Motherfuckers was, was the kings of doing that shit. He wasn't in dub. there buying every... It, it, like, when they make them uh, those, like, tweets, like, on, on this day in hip-hop history, you know... Yeah. Tribe Called Quest came out. And the Wu-Tang... And the Jungle Brothers, it ain't named like nine groups. Niggas like, man, I had all them jaws. Yeah, the fuck out of here. You was hustling or some shit. Yeah, in the ninth grade, so you Duh. had the money to buy all them tapes. Get out of here. I rem- I remember when those albums came. When that day when Wu Tang came out and Tribe came out, I bought Wu Tang mm-hmm. because I couldn't afford to buy both of them. Yeah, I bought. And Tribe. I was like. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I've heard Tribe. Wu-Tang's uh-huh. brand new. I'm going to buy Wu-Tang. Like, right. you know what I mean? Right. And, like, I knew somebody I knew was going to have that Tribe yeah. record, so I'll just get it off of them. Yeah. Somebody you, yeah, somebody ran your way. Somebody yeah. school. Somebody had them shits. We used to ask motherfuckers. Yo, yeah. you, got, you got so-and-so? Just, like, ask Yo, people. let me hold that. Yeah. Yeah. Let me hold that. That's how it was. You know what I mean? Yeah, you. I mean, like, you know, I, I love one of my favorite things is discovering is getting new music. So it's dude, it's you know, it, no bullshit. It's a love language for me. Like I, anybody I'm talking to, is I'm like, I'll send them new music all the time. Like, mm-hmm. yo, check this out, blah blah blah. And I do it even in between. Like, uh, what's the word for it? Um, 
uh, like not romantic or whatever, like platonic friends. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I do that with rhythm all the time. Like me and rhythm share music all the time. Like, because like, I just love getting like, that's one of the best things in the world is it's one of the things like I, one of the reasons why we, and we talk about new music every week is just cause like maybe somebody didn't hear this person and they can get put onto them. Right. Right. Yeah. I love that shit. Like sharing music with people. I am weird. This, this is going to sound fucked up. I am weird <laughs> with, getting suggestions from people Mm -hmm. one my tastes are very particular but also i've kind of uh i don't want to say become conditioned i don't want to be dramatic sometimes i I think i say shit in like dramatic ways (laughs) but over the years Mm -hmm. you know a big part of who i am and how i engage with music is putting other motherfuckers on to shit yeah i feel you you know what i mean when we were in like eighth and ninth grade, kids would ask me to write them like Christmas lists of tapes. Yo, what what tape should I buy? I'd be like, Well, what do you like? And they would say, Oh, I like this band and this, this, that, and the third. I'd be like, All right, you know, next period I'll write you a list. Mm-hmm. I would write niggas Christmas lists to give to their parents to, you know, to to buy. Dude, when so, we were in school, you like I I was I forget who I was telling this shit. I was like, no, like John was the dude who would like write two labels out of like the back of magazines to get albums <laughs> get sent to them. You know what I mean? Like, so we, like you the, were the plug back then. You know what I mean? When I was in high school with you. So Yeah. So it's like it. Now I'm weird about people's suggested shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'll listen to it. Oh yeah. Word. But like my preferred mode is like, Oh, you know, I tell you about some shit. You yeah. tell me too. And that's cool. But I don't, yeah, I'm usually like, you know, I be wanting to find like shit for myself. It feels weird saying this because it sounds weird, but you know what I'm saying? Like if somebody's listening to this, absolutely put me on to music. You know what I mean? Dog, but I know like the trick with you, like for me, it's like, oh, I'll play this. If I think John's going to like it, I'll play this. Yeah. And that's why like when you got in the car that one time I was playing the Sunny Jim record and I'm like, John will like this. Once he hears this Sunny Jim record, he's going to really like it. And that's when you got in the car, you was like, yo, this was the boy you was talking about. Because uh-huh. <laughs> this shit sounded so, like, crazy. Yeah. So like I, I know like the deal with like for you, it's like, oh, I'm gonna play this for John. Cause I like if John hears it, he's gonna be like, yo, I fuck with this. But yeah, I get it. I get it. Like, you know what I mean? Um but like I said, like you wear the plug when we were like dog, I I'm you were the first person who told me about uh company flow. Yeah, I was fucking obsessed with that. <laughs> yeah, like kid. you were the dude that put me onto them. Um I I think I was listening to Razkaz already but like i'm you were the one who was telling me about like oh yeah he was down with these dudes and blah 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 blah, blah. i have the tape of these dudes doing like all this underground shit so like yeah and like specifically like so can't nobody question your like bona fides dog because you were like project blowed all that shit like all that like underground west coast hip-hop yeah like you were the person i learned all that shit from yeah that shit like uh I was that's crazy too. So I was just thinking about this shit uh, earlier. All of that shit uh, really hit me in a crazy way. All the like, sp- you know, it was, it was stuff from over here too, but like the mm-hmm. West Coast stuff too. But like, that was a a time where uh, a lot of this shit uh, felt like like wide open. Like you could really just like discover 
anything. Mm-hmm. I know we live in the internet internet age now. You could discover anything now, but it just it just felt uh, real wild and like there were a lot of possibilities of like discovery and music. People were doing different shit, and you could find shit. And the shit wasn't easy to find, like you said. Like a lot of times, you had to write a nigga a letter. Like, yeah. like, hey, I'm John. I'm from Philadelphia. I used to write that nut shit all the time. And be like, yeah, I heard your song da-da-da, on a radio show out here that we have called Radioactive. And I think your song is great. Can I, you know, here's here's a, a money order for $13. Can you send me your record? Like, I used yeah. to do that shit all the time, dog. And a motherfucker, then you had to wait weeks and shit. And a motherfucker send you a record. You know, yeah, that shit is beautiful though. Yeah, that's it's just a dope. Like I, I do get like reminiscent for that kind of time sometimes where I'm just like, I remember like opening the source and seeing an ad for somebody and being like, "Yo, this ad's dope. I want to like listen to this record because yeah. this ad is dope." Oh, you remember you the Trick I mean? Daddy ad where he had like the food stamp? <laughs> yes, that's that. <laughs> yeah, yo, that so shit was crazy. <laughs> You said slip and slide. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't. I I do miss. There's part of me that misses that kind of time too. Of like, yeah. um, partially too because a lot of hip hop at that time was did not like a lot of hip hop now kind of has a very, um, especially like popular hip hop has a similar sound. Like there's mm-hmm. a very like popular sound back then so much stuff was so regionalized things sounded like trick daddy and like you don't know nah didn't sound like anything yep yeah that we listen to regularly i think you put me on with that i might have yeah i think i think you were the first person to tell me about that song i remember seeing that on like rap city going like what the fuck is (laughs) like like it, it, it was so like, oh, you, you ain't got no polo with me. And I'm just like, this uh-huh. is like kind of good. I like this. <laughs> Yo, I fuck with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, or like uh, uh, Juvenile John, huh? Like, no, uh, it didn't sound like shit we was listening to. Like, yeah. it had a different sound. Yeah. Um, but because of like the world, the world getting smaller with the internet, that, that has kind of changed. And I do miss some of that. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, that shit. Uh, I remember my man Maul, shout out to Maul, he was older than us. Mm-hmm. Not as old as my brother. He was younger than my brother, but definitely older than all of us. And he had, if if we were like, you know, like 15, he's probably like 19. Mm-hmm. But he had like an apartment and shit. So like, we'd hang out over his crib and shit. And he would play like Mac Maul, uh, all of that like young black brother records stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why he was even into that shit, but you know, I was in the West Coast rap too. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. he was into like all of that like Bay shit, like that Bay Area rap. And that shit sounded so ill because it didn't sound like anything else, mm-hmm. you know, in the world really. You could you could yeah. probably say, you know, if this is like the mid nineties, you could probably say like Houston had a little similarity to what mm-hmm. was happening in like the Bay, uh, or like the Bay street shit specifically, but not really. Like they really had like different sounds. Really, this a lot of the shit had some similarities. Uh, a lot of West Coast music at that time, but 
that shit sounded ill, and it didn't sound like no, like Power 99 wasn't playing that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, they would play Bone Thugs, and like, you would hear DJ Ran and them like laughing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> you know but it is such a, it's such a crazy thing because like, there was a time when people would be like, yo, like, Diddy would sign 8 Ball and MJG because he was like, we need a down south sounding mm-hmm. artist. <laughs> like, yeah. there was. Jada Kiss had like a down south record on his first album. There was dis- these distinct sounds regionally that I think don't exist as much anymore. Yeah. And like, like you said, like, dude, the first time you hear fucking uh, 40 Water, the first time you hear E40, you're just like, <laughs> he sounds nothing like anything I've ever mm-hmm. listened to. I'll be more hippie than the hippopotamus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like <laughs> that shit was crazy. Like, yo, what is this nigga talking about? Like, what is yeah. this song? But that was their, you know, regional flavor. Yeah. Yeah, there was, I, I, there was such a, like, I do miss that time in hip hop, man. Like, that was a, a fun time. Um, and I, but at the same time, like I love listening to some New York shit now and hearing super like uh, grime influence. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or I, I think now you kind of just have to know more nuance right. in, in it right. to be like, oh, this this is kind of tapping into the Memphis sound, and this is tapping mm-hmm. into this sound. Like, um, you just got to know more nuance. But like, yeah, man, I. It, there was such a fun time when that wasn't like that, man. It was, it was a, you know, you know, uh, what was my man? Uh, damn. Pastor Troy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There was like a whole thing, a whole thing that was just different. Like it was just a different vibe. You know what I mean? I mean, outcast when they first came out, were just a completely different vibe than everything else. Yeah. Outcast, yo. Cause really it sounds silly now, Mm -hmm. but the East coast was really acting like people from the South (laughs) couldn't rap. (laughs) Like that was a thing. That was absolutely a thing. And a lot of people, I want to say everybody, a lot of people agreed upon it. And, mm-hmm. you know, they was like, oh, man, them niggas can't rap. Niggas would give it up to L.A., you know yeah. what I'm saying, a little bit. But niggas wasn't trying to hear nobody from down south. And the motherfuckers came out, and they was like, they was like spitting this shit. People were like, what? They from where? They had the yeah. Atlanta, the Braves jerseys on <laughs> yeah. this shit. Niggas was like, oh, no, they from Atlanta, <laughs> Georgia? And yeah. they can rap? Mad skills. Mad Skills first album was it called? Nah, this kid can't be from. Is that was that Mad Skills? It's from where? It, from it's where? From from where? It was the first album. Yeah, you know what it was. I, I got them mixed up. Mad Skills first album was called From Where. Maestro Fresh West first album, or not his first album. One of his albums was called like Nah, this kid can't be from Canada. Some mm-hmm. shit like that. So motherfuckers, even the artists knew. Yes. That there was like, you know, like an East Coast bias or whatever. And motherfuckers, like, the, that Mad Skills album opens up with a skit. It's a cypher. Niggas is rapping. <laughs> Mad <laughs> Skills come in rapping and like saying some crazy shit. And they like, yo, son, where you from? Brooklyn? Yo, where you from? Yeah. Jersey? Wherever. He's like, nah, I'm from Virginia. And they like, from where? From like, where? <laughs> that, that's literally, like, yeah, man, like, 
there was a time when that was like a real thing. Like, you know, and people would be like, are you like, you're from Atlanta and I'm going to listen to you rap? Yep. <laughs> like, no. Yep. <laughs> if, niggas, if niggas from Georgia was like playing the blues or some shit, people would be like, yeah. oh yeah, that, that <laughs> makes sense. But rap, we like people really thought like, oh no, nah, you know, my rap started in New York and it, you know, it's like focused there, which is which yeah. very, very much was the case. But yeah, obviously, people was nice all over. Yeah, absolutely. Like crucial conflict <laughs> when they came out with hay and shit like that. Like, Dog. dude, it blew our minds that we're like, yo, they're from Chicago and they're talking about like you know like country and stuff, not realizing like South Side of Chicago and West Side of Chicago just alone have their own feels and all that kind of shit. Right. But like, right. we didn't know that kind of shit. Like when we were kids, that just wasn't a, a thing. We ain't know. Dog. No. Some somebody on Twitter. We we probably should move on to uh, yes, I topics, know. but somebody on I think Twitter. We, I think we'll just move to new music. We did a lot of hip hop talk today, so yeah, fuck it. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. But somebody on Twitter uh the other day, they somebody did a prompt like, yo, black people, what's your favorite country song? And a nigga said crucial Dog, I was crying. I was like, yo, y'all niggas. I'm I mean, never... it counts. <laughs> it, it makes sense. Like, they was in like the bar and shit, the video. Yeah. Dog. You know, uh, Fat Five Freddy directed that video. Oh, wow. Really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like a fun, that's my only fun, crucial conflict. Uh, yeah. Fun fact about <laughs> the niggas. Uh, yeah, Fat Five Freddy directed that video. I don't know that's why crazy. or how, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, there is one thing I do want to touch on before we get to new music. Mm-hmm. Um, Meek Mill has finally had his uh, 15-year-old arrest expunged from the record. He he was given a pardon by outgoing Governor Tom Wolf here in Pennsylvania. Crazy. Um, uh, he's like, you know, Meek's statement was like, you know, he appreciates it, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, I'm just going to keep doing more and more work for like, you know, freedom and, and recidivist and all that kind of shit and um uh as i was reading the article i I saw like um tom wolf has pardoned like 2500 people and a lot like most of the pardons were all like non-violent marijuana offenses Mm -hmm. shit like that um and his statement was basically like you know we these people need second chances like you know what i mean a lot of them have all served their time already and like they have this ridiculous thing on their record that stops them from you know different you know different shit like dude like people don't realize like you know if you have these kind of charges like public housing is not available to you public Mm -hmm. assistance isn't available to you um and there's a lot of things that like these kind of like silly you know especially as we move further and further into like legal legalization of marijuana and even other drugs like to hold these people to like these ridiculous standards is insane yeah imagine imagine how unfair that would feel how slighted you would feel you know you already gave however many years or months or Mm -hmm. whatever to your life in prison because of marijuana and then you get out and you know it's essentially legal largely uh white people Mm -hmm. profiting off of this shit they always been the ones profiting off it but like you know uh the the legalized marijuana trade 
It's like becoming mainstream at this point. It is yeah. mainstream at this point. They got fucking delivery services and shit. Yeah. And you done spent your life in a dungeon because of this shit. Not even yeah. speaking to whatever might have happened to you physically, psychologically, spiritually. Yeah, exactly. While you were in there. And you come out and this shit is cool. You know what I'm saying? They, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. The, the people being uh, released... And having their records ex- expunged should be like the bare minimum of this shit. Yes, absolutely. Y'all yeah. want to make money off of this shit and make it an industry, then you know, right this wrong of locking people up for it. You know what I mean? When it was when it was illegal and when it wasn't a respectable business that y'all could profit off of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This shit is crazy. Yeah, it, it, it's you know, I went to the dispensary yesterday. Like and got something, mm-hmm. and it's like it still blows my mind as somebody who grew up in the time where it was like you had to call somebody and park across the street from the projects and be like, "Yo, I'm gonna meet you and get this weed off of you." Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And, and doing sketchy shit and all kinds of stuff like that. Like, I really, you know, it's still like a mind blower to me sometimes that that's like where we're at, and then to think that like people still go to jail for it. Like, you know what I mean? Um, shit, just look what, like, happened. I know this is out of the country, but look what happened with Brittany Griner. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this it's insane. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I do think, like, it's extremely important um, that we continue to move forward. And like you said, um, record expungement and, like, freedom are, like, the, the bare minimum at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all want to make money off of this shit? Y'all want to, you know... Make it like respectable. They selling like fucking uh, weed smoothies and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And little juices and shit. And it's you know it's like a cute marketable thing. All right, let all these people out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, and shout out to Meek, um, for uh, you know, I know he he gets a lot of shit for being like a general goofball. Like I get that. Yeah, yeah. But shout out to him for you know fighting that case as long as he did if you really i've I've been uh for a thing i'm working on i've been really digging into his case and his arrest itself Mm -hmm. the one of the officers like the arresting officers uh had a bunch of his cases thrown out you know for unlawful arrests and and Mm -hmm. all this other shit you know what i'm saying these motherfuckers lied on him you know say what you will about him but he was railroaded at a at a young yeah. age. Shout out to him for fighting through all of that shit. And then now that he's been out a few years, still reaching back and trying to he bailing people out. He bailed uh yes. you know, I don't know, it was like five or six women he bailed out, you know what I'm saying? He don't gotta do none of that shit. He could have walked out yeah. and, you know, went and did his thing. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's holding a gun to his head. Especially when I remember he was when Philly was like on that like free meek thing and da, 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 and he had like billboards downtown and all kinds of shit like that. And I remember there was pushback of being like, yeah. you worried about free and meek. What about all the other people and blah, 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 blah. Like he's continuing that work. Yeah. You know what I mean? He didn't just go like, yeah, free me. Come home and never care about it anymore. Yeah. He ain't got to You know, he he's nobody. I don't think that anybody uh, who's been wronged by uh, the carceral system is required to become an, an activist. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I, you know, 
you 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 uh got caught up in some fucked up shit in a system that's inherently oppressive you know i don't need you to become an activist because of that yes absolutely the, yeah. the fact that he's doing this shit and doing his you know small part that's commendable that's yeah, that absolutely. shit is commendable and this this fucking judge you know I don't know if she's been fired yet, the judge that uh Brinkley that was uh assigned to yeah. him, but she's the worst, dog. We like we all yeah, know absolutely. we all know the fucking story. You know, she had a vendetta. If she had a vendetta against this nigga who his case was being scrutinized around the world, imagine the shit she was doing to all these other people. Yeah, to people that there is no like, you know, magnifying glass on. Yeah. yeah. Imagine. You know, and that's the thing with these judges. You know, they find out that in one case, you know, they were, were taking money to, to send people to juvenile centers or, you know, whatever yeah. crooked shit these judges are doing. Imagine the shit that they get away with. Yeah. You know, and it's the same thing with cops and, and the whole system, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, also, there's so much, man. Shout out to Meek. And, 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 you know, I hope he continues to do the work and, like, you know... um, and we continue to move forward in this and, and get these people out, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, you know, continue to, to push. And, you know, I know Krasner's gotten some good big pushback and they're trying to like impeach him and shit like that. But like, mm-hmm. it's important that we, we ain't locking people up for bullshit anymore. You know what I mean? Really, really important. Important that we not prosecuting them cases. So, um, <clears throat> I think we can move on to some new music. Did you listen to anything new this week? Yeah, not so much anything new. Um, mm-hmm. I've been revisiting something that I didn't talk about on the show. It actually came out uh, kind of toward the tail end of 2022. But Honey Dijon, her album, Black Girl Magic, uh, this shit is fantastic. Like, <laughs> this shit um, is... It's, not a rap record. It's uh, mm-hmm. more so like house music, dance music. And I haven't been in the clubs spinning in a yeah. while since since COVID, really. Uh, but if I was, you know what I'm saying? This would be it. Yeah, yeah. This this shit is so strong. Um, Eve is on it, singing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Eve is singing on this record. Like, this this shit is it's really... Um, you could tell, like, like Honey Dijon, she's from Chicago. So mm-hmm. you could tell. I think I might have uh, said this somewhere else. Uh, she's from the root of yeah, like, yeah. house music. Of house you music. Can, you could tell, yo, like, her production on this is absolutely bananas. And, yeah, this is one of those records where in a night you could play five, six, seven joints off of this in a club and it would be rocking. So, yeah, that's that's like... You know, if you're if you want to like bop around the crib or like you getting ready to go out and party or some shit, yeah, throw that joint on. Yeah, fuck with this Honey Dijon Black Girl Magic. This shit is crazy. Um, I, I definitely want to check that out. I, I think I remember you mentioning this album to me because yeah. the name sounds familiar. That's why. So I think I, I think or you might be like posted about it like on Twitter or some shit like that, and I saw. Like I do, I, I think I remember you mentioning this, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that joint out. Um, 
I checked out a new single um, from this dude, Clavish. Um, he's a um, drill rapper from the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Four of Us. And part of it is to touch back on what we were talking about earlier with like discovering something new or a new artist. I found him because it features Young's Teflon. Yeah. Um, who like he's one of my favorite rappers. Um, so it features him and Tiny Boost, who I know, and uh, this dude Rimsey. Um, it's a dope single called the four called Four of Us. Um, really dope. Uh, beat is crazy. Um, but he dropped an album last week that mm. this single is from. So I'm gonna go dive into the album this weekend. Um, now that I like this single, I'm like, oh shit, let me go check out more of his music. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so yeah, uh, call four of us by Clavish and it's dope. Really, really dope. Um, besides that, uh, we can start wrapping up, um, serious rap shit at Instagram on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can keep up with us there. Know when videos are dropping, when we're doing new episodes, all that kind of shit. Um, uh, you're John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. You can yeah. follow whatever you're right, what you know, new articles you're doing. You know what I mean? Anything. Um, uh, I'm Indie underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. So anything that we're work uh, that I'm working on individually, or we're working on together, or we're working on different projects. Uh, we have you know because we. Uh, 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 it hasn't happened as much since the pandemic, but like there definitely was a time when we'd be out in public and one of us would, you know, see somebody and they'd be like, Where, where's Josh? <laughs> or where's John? <laughs> For real. <laughs> um, For fucking real. But uh, no, like, you know, we, you know, we're both working on stuff, uh, but we're always working on stuff together. Uh, so keep up with us there. It's Instagram and Twitter. Um, also, Serious Rap Shit Vivo on YouTube. Uh, all one word, put it in your search bar, Serious Rap Shit Vivo, and you'll find our, our our channel. It's also linked in all our bios and stuff, so you can get it there. We have new videos going up, new video as the day we're recording, new video went up today. So um, there's always new stuff going up over there. Uh, it's got some exclusive shit that's not available anywhere else. Um, so if you fuck with the podcast, you'll, you'll love that too. So go fuck with us over there. Go subscribe. Um, SeriousRapShit.com. All our merchandise is there. Help us independent the podcast. Um, and besides that, we'll be back next week. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take his rap shit to you.